are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the funniest people I know. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my very funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat and Abigail Williams. How are you guys doing? Doing good. You know, I'm present. I'm here on vacation mode. (laughs) That's the best mode ever. Joining us this week is one of my favorite people on the planet and our repeat guest, the very funny Sarah (laughs) Brise. How are you, Sarah? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm awake. Did I get your name right this time? Nope. Nope. Oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Full disclosure, Sarah. Yesterday, George was like, how do we say Sarah's last name again? And then I said, crap, no, I can't remember. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. This is going to be a running gag, and we'll see in 2021. It's Brzee. 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 Yeah, you were very close, though. But Brise is a common pronunciation. I get that a lot. I get Brise. That's the one you originally were doing, George. I remember that now. I thought it was Breezy because that's when everyone else called her. And, oh, that's right. And then sorry, I got called sorry. out oh, on that air. Is that's right. I called you out on air. It ain't free you. if it's Brise. Or, <laughs> right? <laughs> is your last name French? Sort of. The way it's spelled, a French person wouldn't know how to pronounce it. So it was French, but with the Huguenots and the Catholics and all that stuff, part Dutch, too. It's really like has no home. My husband's last name is Fauré, but no one says Fauré. They'll be like Fauré. I think people think it's fancy, and it's not. (laughs) That's how we got Target. But I love Breezy. That was a nickname I was trying to make happen my whole yes. life because I want to be able to be like Breezy and I'll be like, oh, I'm so cool with my Breezy last name. <laughs> so cool. Oh, I like and it. Then, but I couldn't get anyone to call me that in high school. But then in the improv community, people call me that. It's like a dream come true. It really is. It makes me so happy. I got That's it. That's what I've heard. Everybody calls you Breezy. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be Sarah Breezy. Got it. I like uh, that it's this monolith. Nobody knows how to pronounce my name. You're I'm a mysterious mystery. woman. I'm, this, I'm an enigma. What's the funniest thing that happened to you this week, Sarah? Did he eat any roach about... poison? <laughs> 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 no, but my dog did. I can talk uh, oh, about no. that, My dog is the sweetest thing. George has a similar dog. I think we've talked about my dog before. He's a Bassett Golden Retriever Mix, and he's adorable. But since we've been home for the pandemic, he is just so much more anxious and is attached to us all the time. If we leave the house, he freaks out, which he never did. So anyway, so we left the house for literally 20 minutes and didn't put him in his crate. And we came home. He's literally eaten all of our roach traps. And there's oh like Oh, my 10. God. He ate all of them. He looks a little guilty. Like, <laughs> like mm, I know I did something I was supposed to do. And we were like, oh, my God. But luckily, I didn't freak out because I had to be called poison control the week before. <laughs> right. They're like, okay, what's going on with this girl? Because I knew that it wasn't going to hurt him. Blasting in his poop for days. It was so good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. He did throw up too. And I was like, well, die, you're gonna vomit. And now he has to be in his crate all the time. He lost our trust. Maybe y'all <laughs> should get rid of that salami for looking gra- rack poison. Right. <laughs> before it gets your husband too. <laughs> you're gonna see Jan putting it on a sandwich. You're like, no, that's the poison. 
Oh my god. Yeah, that's no, that's so true. Jan's gonna be like, it's a French delicacy or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. We eat this all the yeah. time in France. He sounds like yeah, that right there. It, yes. And he goes, oh, oh, oh. Does he say les poissons? Les poissons, les poissons. Yeah, oh, I love Le I can't believe yeah. you just. And he has a curly reference. mustache, yeah, and a beret and a baguette. <laughs> He's always <laughs> carrying a baguette. A lot of funny things have happened this year, and George told me he has a recap of some things that happened this year that we may not know about. We're going to remember 2020 for the rest of our lives as this this crazy year, mm-hmm. and immediately comes to mind the pandemic and the racial justice protests and the election and everything that came with that. But then there were a lot of other things that happened this year that made it crazy. If you guys remember, we almost started World War III in January when we assassinated an Iranian general. I forgot about that. I know that's not right to laugh at, but I, I forgot about that. Forgot. Yeah, that's pretty serious. That was this year? That was this year. That was in January. Wow. Come through kicking the door down. Yes. And then we had the craziness and the tragedy of the Australian wildfires. I saw so many terrible pictures of animals. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, my God, the koalas broke my heart. Really? Yeah, the kangaroos and stuff. Mm, The koalas. Although the recent photo of the koala and the family's Christmas tree that went around was crazy adorable and a nice, like, end cap to a weird year for Australia. We'll have to share that. It's really adorable. A family finds a koala in their Christmas tree. Oh, my God, that's so cute. What a weird thing to find. Also, apparently, they're adorable but vicious, which is a mean combination. The koalas are not nice. After the wildfires, we start getting hit with the tragic deaths of Kobe Bryant and then Chadwick Boseman, as well as living legends like John Lewis and RBG. They found a whale dead in the Amazon rainforest. To this day, no one knows how it got there. I'm typing that in, whale and Amazon. I looked it up and I was like, hey, did anybody find out what happened with that whale? And they're like, no, still don't know how humpback, it got there. Humpback whale carcass mysteriously discovered in the Amazon jungle. The New York Times wrote about <gasps> this. What? 36 feet long, weighs 10 tons. How is that even possible? 2020, man. With the power of 2020. The power of 2020, this is what happened. We had some good stuff. Parasite won the Oscar for Best Picture and was the first foreign language film to do that. And then Shit's Creek swept the Emmys and brought us all great joy. Then we were all in lockdown and the whole world got sucked into the Tiger King. We learned about Carol Baskins killing her husband. Yes. And and thanks to Megan Thee Stallion, we got this song. Carol Baskins. Killed her, husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things that happened this year, no doubt. My husband thought that was the real song. He heard that version later and he was like, That's the Carol Baskin song. No, no, You're like, no, no baby. No. Didn't sis get a job on Dancing with the Stars as a yes, result? Sure of <laughs> Listen, those moves were not a joke. Those hips did not lie to anyone, and the world <laughs> needed to see more. <laughs> Speaking of Megan the Stallion, Megan Stallion and Cardi B gave us the song of the year with WAP, but I cannot play that because... Yeah, it's you know, a family-friendly thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> we tried that. All I can play is, there's some hoes in this house. <laughs> Even that was a little questionable. <laughs> little Johnny in the back, mommy, mommy, what does that mean? <laughs> Are there hoes in our house? Oh, yeah. Then at some point during this year, 
Kim Jong-un and Mr. Peanut both died and then both came back to life. Yeah, bizarre. One resurrection I wish hadn't happened. No disrespect. Wow, I didn't know you hated Mr. Peanut like that. Um, not Mr. Peanut. <laughs> I didn't know Mr. Peanut came back. Well, he's back as baby Peanut. That's not a resurrection. That's reincarnation. We're on a different track here. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's a really weird storyline. I think they thought that was going to be so edgy and creative and didn't know that they had picked the wrong year to try something edgy and creative. Yeah, totally. In the summer, the military confirmed video evidence of UFOs. I was fascinated by this. These videos came out, and the military's like, yeah, yeah, that's UFOs. We're not sure what it is. Yeah. And we was like, hold on, wait a second. Oh, that's Did weird. I just confirm UFOs like it was nothing? Just released it between two tweets. Right. <laughs> then there was an invasion of murder hornets in the United States. I give that. Thank God did not make it to the East Coast, because I don't know how I would have handled that. I don't believe it happened. Of the whole year, you don't believe the murder hornets? That's exactly it. I think that was just a bunch of bull crap in the end. I don't believe it. <laughs> You're calling fake news on I'm murder hornets. I'm calling fake. That's not real. Yeah, because I never saw any, so they can't be real. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kicker, the thing that I did not realize happened this year until recently, NASA detected a parallel universe in Antarctica that moves in reverse. Ah. Uh, I feel like you need to say more about that, George. <laughs> Is this like 10 truths and a lie? This is incredibly complicated theoretic physics stuff, but they found some particles and neutrons in Antarctica that are not moving the way that they do on the rest of the planet. And there's some people who have theorized this may be evidence of a parallel universe that runs in reverse, much like the movie Tenet. Wow. I think this is evidence that Christopher Nolan is in charge of our simulation. He's the only person who's bat enough to make us go through all this. That's true. <laughs> Alex, you also made a list of events that happened in 2020. I did, and we're going to have a little crossover, but we're talking about all the goofy events that took place in 2020, and you know I love celebrities. That's right. So I had to catch up with my friends and see what was going on. Number one for me, 2020's relationship status was entangled. <laughs> this is for all my fans of Red Table Talk. This year, Jada Pinkett Smith, our queen or our predator, depending on which conversation you're having, decided to bring herself to the Red Table because she got caught up with a Mr. August Alcina. August Alcina is an R&B singer who has given us songs like "And I Love That Auto Tune." Auto Tune, yeah. Cute boy, made a couple hood hits, good club classics, those sorts of things. Him and Jada Pinkett were friends. And this year, we learned that that friendship was a little deeper than what we all thought. Mm -hmm. He released an album and decided he was going to let us know that he was no longer involved with Jada Pinkett Smith. To which we all was like, oh, snap, they was in a relationship? Yeah, right? <laughs> Ain't she married? And I felt bad for the boy. Well, he's not a boy. He's a man. Clearly, he had a rough time. He was dealing with some substance abuse issues, had some things going on at the time that him and Jada Pinkett Smith became close. That's why I said, depending on the conversation, she's either your queen or your predator. She befriended Mr. Alcina and became entangled. 
we did not know that her and Will was almost out the dough on their relationship and was about to give it all up. The history that we knew of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, well, they were going to let it go. I do remember this. Oh, this my yeah. gosh. Everything yeah. is coming back to me now, Alex. <laughs> a mess. And Jada had to bring herself to the red table. And her and Will Smith sat at that red table for about 24 minutes of kind of telling us what happened, but also not telling us what happened. It was intense and know. vague. Things happened. And we <laughs> are okay. But that wasn't cool. But it's. And we got a new relationship status. You now have single, married, divorced, Mm. widow, widower, complicated, entangled. Entanglement, we've all been in them. And Jada really helped us kind of understand it, but also not understand it. Moving on, staying in the lane of relationships. A Miss Cardi B and her husband, Offset, broke up and Breaked up and made up? Broke up and made up? I don't know. <laughs> they were together. Then they weren't together. She said she was divorcing him. There was a lot of Twitter rants. There was a lot of Instagram lives. A lot of going off, talking about sometimes you just get tired of people in relationships. And then next thing we know, her and Offset are back together with her and little precious baby culture and they're going to dinner and she gets on another Instagram live and she just tells us sometimes you just miss the D. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) We should, shouldn't we? (laughs) I love it. George mentioned this year we lost so many profound people. In memoriam was one of the biggest messes of this year. We lost all the legends. Started out with Kobe, John Lewis, RBG, Chadwick Boseman, Beatrice Philbin. Sean Connery died, yeah. So many legendary people, so many staples within pop culture and our culture as a whole. Moving forward, we're going back to WAP. (laughs) WAP was not only one of the most played songs of this year, but it literally made the world melt down and forget that we have had vulgar songs before WAP came out, people. Music has been nasty for years, Mm -hmm. since the 20s. But now that women are behind it and taking more ownership of some of this nastiness and some of this sexuality, the world almost lost it just melting, bursting. There were exposés. These personal problems really affected people. And the song WAP touched people and registered with people in a way that no other song has this year. And I just really hope we take a moment to reflect on our own WAPs or lack thereof and what we can do to improve the WAP in our life. Now, (laughs) we should bring back the segment Read lyrics to your mom. George, I swear sometimes you and I have kinetic energy because <laughs> I totally agree. Let's bring it back because we need to continue to remind the people that music has always been trifling. And I am here to do that. So does that yes. mean you're volunteering to call your mom and read her the lyrics to WAP? Good question. Ooh. I already almost lost my mama because I accidentally sent her a text message with a cuss word. Yeah, this isn't the year, Alex. Wait till next year. Let me tread lightly over here. Yeah, okay? tread lightly. Tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> that was my 2020 in celebrities, in mess, 
and in all things. Oof. It was an entangled year for sure. Entangled mm-hmm. is the great word. Sarah, Alexandria and I took on this horrible challenge to try to watch all 95 made-for-TV Christmas movies that came out in 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> 70 of which were on Hallmark and Lifetime. <laughs> yes. You're basically watching the same movie over and over and over, over again. And 70 and times, over in and fact. Over again. I have tallied our score, and we watched <laughs> 29 out of the 95 movies. Which makes, takes us to 30 and a half percent. And George, how many of those were watched by you? And how many of those were watched by Alex? I'd say about 97% were watched by me. That's a really bad success rate. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, that's, that's pretty just rough. Not good. It was exhausting, but we also failed miserably. I don't know if my body and mind could have handled success. I don't even I- know that I could have handled hearing about that many more holiday movies. If I'm honest, I don't want to hear about that many more, okay? The joke's over. It was to try to make you do it. We're done. A few years ago, I had the chance to go to Italy. This was back when we could do things like travel and leave our homes. When I was in Italy, the price of wine and the price of water were the same. And so I always got the wine. Right. And by the time I left Italy, I was... So thirsty for something that wasn't wine. Your liver was like, please give me some water. (laughs) And that's how I felt during this time. Uh, I was consuming nonstop entertainment, but I was so thirsty for something that was not Christmas content. Yeah, and it was good. Good would have been nice, too. (laughs) This is perhaps a positive failure, because I think that the effects on your marriage are going to be easily identified once you stop watching these movies because it's literally the same movie and this year with all the things of 2020 they decided to be more inclusive it was nice yeah we expanded the horizon and now we have seen what boring romantic comedies look like with hispanic people or with black people (laughs) or with jewish people it's like people of color can also have uninteresting romantic stories boring isn't exclusive to white people can you nice, imagine nice. the pitch room for those? Guys, guys, what about? Like, what about? Let's take the same script we've been using for the last 15 years, but I want the lead to be in a wheelchair. Yeah. And yeah. I want the romantic interest to have brown hair. Really get wild. That's and everybody's crazy. gasping. <laughs> We're going to give you the lead who's adopted into a mixed race family. <laughs> what? That's so edgy. It got as edgy as America could probably handle. If there wasn't an audience, there couldn't be almost 100 new releases. Exactly. People are watching them. I'm a sucker for representation. I think we could have gone a little farther. Make the movies good. Get a couple of more writers in there. Flesh it out. Write a second draft. You don't (laughs) just have to produce the script that they turned in on the day it was due. Exactly. It's a wonderful life. Jingle Jangle kind of gave me some of those feelings. That inspiration, it felt mm-hmm. real. The letdown in it felt real. It was just a very grounded story, whereas the other stuff, they're so silly. There was just something grounded and good overall about Jingle Jangle. I think Jingle Jangle is the only holiday movie that came out this year that there's a chance your children or grandchildren would ever watch. For the sure. rest of them suck. That one is a classic, I think. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a delight. It's on Netflix, oh. and it's amazing. You'll love it. We were watching Christmas movies with my family this week, 
Maybe we'll do a little jingle jangle. You should do it. In the new year. And speaking of New Year's, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty big into New Year's resolutions. You guys do that? I'd like doing them. Goals and objectives. I'm more into intentions this year. I'm setting intentions into my new year, like a wave of energy that I would like to follow as I head into the new year's. Perfect. Resolution, intention, goal, dream, thought, feeling, all works for me. But I thought Mm -hmm. that we should do some resolutions for each other. Okay. George, you're kind of like the dad. What do you think about that? No, no, I think it's a good idea. Dad, can we do this or what? I guess. George, what do you think about this? That got weird. (laughs) (laughs) Last year, we picked resolutions for each other and decided what we'd take on. Alexandria, you took on booking a commercial or a TV show. (gasps) Check. um, Which you did. I saw you in that Aflac ad. Yes. Yay! You put on your list to be more punctual. We changed to Zoom meetings. You've been on point all the time. So how's that work out for you? Growth. Thanks. Awesome. (laughs) And then you promised to hang out with George more. There was a pandemic, but you did come to the Dawson's Creek live show and watch it with me. So I count that. Oh, thank you. And I feel like we can still do better. And I still would love to work on that one. I think you had great success. And last year, I took on the resolution of self-care and to take more time by myself. And I had no choice but to have that come true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, George. I think the world was listening to you on that one or the universe, whatever. You caused the pandemic? I'm not going to take all the blame, but I certainly owe some of it. (laughs) Well, I'm not blaming you, but I'm glad you got a little bit of rest. Let's go ahead and assign some resolutions for each other. We'll each give the person some options, and then we have to pick from the options. Okay. Sarah, I'm going to start with you. My resolution for you, have a baby. (laughs) Sarah is pregnant, so that's not an out-of-the-blue resolution. (laughs) Good enough. So I'm pregnant, and I plan on moving forward with it. That's my goal. Uh, Yeah. Sarah, I have a tangential resolution for you. You should name your child after me. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm giving everyone the same resolution this year because 2020 is so trash. And it's what I told George to do last year, self-care, because you're having a baby. And you're going to have a new life that you're going to be taking care of. Oh, exciting. But you are still Sarah Rizzi. You have to take care of yourself. You have to remember who you are, the things that make you you, things that you care about. So in those moments, if someone says, I'll take the baby, throw the baby at them and just run. That's not safe. (laughs) Whatever the quickest way is to disperse of a baby. (laughs) Not the safest, the quickest. (laughs) We all we cared about in 2020 was safety. In 2021, we don't give a damn about safety. Do what you got to do, girl. Throw the baby. You're a worse choice than TJ for babysitting, and that really is saying something. (laughs) I I always thought you'd be my first go-to on this list, but I don't think so. Love on yourself, caring yourself. You have such a new and wonderful journey coming. Don't forget, Sarah. I love that. Sarah, out of all three, which one are you going to take? There's one of them that's mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) No? Which one are you going to take? I want to do the self-care one. Okay, you guys heard it here. She's going to self-care being pregnant all year long. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's definitely something that I need to do more of. Taking care of yourself is super important and you can't be a good mom unless you're taking care of yourself. What do y'all have for Alex? Okay, Alex, my resolution for you in 2021 is to have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You know, Alex comes rolling into these meetings. He's like, oh, it's noon. I just woke up. La, la, la. Well, (laughs) if you're giving us all the same resolution, I'm giving you all the same. I love it. (laughs) Sarah, what do you have for Alex? I picked a celebrity New Year's resolution for each of you. This is super weird, Alex, because you mentioned Jimmy Stewart earlier, and my wish <laughs> it was from Jimmy Stewart for you. Eat what you like. While some people want to shed weight in the New Year, Stewart wants to stop trying to gain it. After spending so much time trying to gain weight, he stayed thin as a string bane. His resolution was to spend his future eating on what he liked instead of ditching a diet heavy with milk, butter, and eggs. Ooh. That's my Great resolution. I might steal that for me. (laughs) (laughs) My resolution for you is to take on your resolution for 2019 and do some stand-up. Ooh. Ah, I just broke down. You would absolutely be great at it. You should do it. I really want to do it. I really want to do it. And I'm saying this because I really want to try it. But I've been recognizing so many of the things that we've been doing for the show I'm writing more. And I'm like, oh, I might say I'm a writer. I don't think of myself as a writer. Writers write. True. When we did the whole lyrics thing and making Christmas songs, I was like, oh, snap. That was like a whole thing. So, okay. Okay. George, I receive. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm torn, though, because the food thing was really nice. But I don't know about that baby. Just think about it. 2021 is next week, girl. That is. All right, Alex, give us an answer. Okay, so I want to eat what I love, but I'm going to try to make some of the things I love more health conscious or more beneficial and nutritious. I am going to give you guys stand up. There will be stand up. Perfect. George, it sounds like it's your turn. I've thought long and hard about this in these last five minutes. And my resolution for you George, it better not be a baby. Caloris is to have a baby. <laughs> so not just no, but hell no. I love my niece and nephew, and your kids are adorable. But my favorite thing about my life is that I don't have kids, and I don't intend to change that. Spoken like a true person who's about to have his world rocked. Okay, Sarah, it's your turn. <laughs> Luckily, I'm gay, and it doesn't happen by accident. Okay, well, George, we don't know what 2021 will hold. You don't, and neither do I. Sarah, give him your resolution. I love that that's your favorite thing about your life is the lack of something. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's the best. I thought this celebrity resolution was particularly deep. It was from Nicole Kidman, and she wanted to put less sweetener in her coffee. That's um, her resolution? Yeah, I that really no disrespect, Nicole, but pull profound. it together. <laughs> I like less. <laughs> so All the executives at Coffee Mate are freaking out. What do we need to <laughs> pay her to never <laughs> mention her name what again? <laughs> All right, Alex, what you got? I kind of want George to just become Nicole Kidman. That's my resolution for you, George. To become Nicole Kidman. You know, I think mine's more feasible. Just saying. (laughs) If my choices are have a child, become Nicole Kidman, (laughs) or reduce the amount of sweetener in my coffee. I don't drink coffee, but... I could start ordering my iced tea half and half. And so I will take that. I will drink half and half iced tea. 
Dark? Less All sweetener right. in my okay. beverage. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I think you're going to regret not picking mine, but that's fair. I, I am sure that as much as I like sweet tea, I prefer not having children. <laughs> Um, all right, Abigail, it's your turn. My resolution for you is that in 2021, you should come and sing at my bar. Okay, I like that. And that's already on my list of things to do anyway. So, okay, so far it's a strong contender. All right, Alex, what do you got? I'm going to start. What celebrity back. do you want her to become? <laughs> right. Jimmy Stewart. I love Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I'm going to circle back to self-care, but this is the self-care of you as an artist. I want all the love and care that you give to yourself to be something that replenishes you as an artist Mm. and that helps you in all your goals and endeavors and resolutions that you choose to set this year. Drink all that herbal tea, all the throat coats and breathe easies and stuff. And, um, you know, you might have to throw your baby. (laughs) <laughs> my, no, my, husband is gonna, my husband's gonna really strongly protest that one i'm gonna be honest <laughs> your baby's older so he can land on his feet now i'm just saying. he's not a cat not yeah, a he cat. is older i think if i threw him, it would hurt <laughs> i was really trekking with you on the self-care for my art that one was touching uh emotional cord for me and then throwing my son took me to a different place i'm gonna stick with your first suggestion good i like that right i love that one and i love that abigail has a cat baby that can land on (laughs) (laughs) it's kevin bacon's and it was just don't do it don't do it new year's resolutions aren't for everyone even actor kevin bacon he said i don't like to make promises to myself that i might not be able to keep (laughs) you know you feel like an idiot (laughs) maybe that's kind of like self-care don't do everything. I, don't I love know. it. But yeah. also, I don't want you to feel stupid. So be like, <laughs> me neither. I really don't like feeling stupid. <laughs> I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm so going to have Abigail. to go with Alex's one because, George, I was already planning on coming out to your bar. The Kevin Bacon was phenom. I'm going to go with the self care for my work. I think that's uh, pretty strong. I like it. Okay. We have taken on resolutions and we'll check in next year to see how we're doing. You know, Pride comes before the fall, America. We don't know what's happening here. No promises. Any of you leave a baby on a basket in my door to prove me wrong. I'm a Well, all I can tell you is that Alex is the most likely one of us all to throw one at your door. If Alex has a baby, like I suggested, she's going to throw it to you. Guys, I told you I'm a really big resolutions person, really just because I like new beginnings. But you can't have a beginning without a reflection on the ending. I think we should give 2020, the year that we never want to see again, a small, short reflection or a thank you or a goodbye. If you guys are into it, let's make it happen. Sarah, could you take it away for us? For me, 2020 has been kind of a weird year. I'm actually like grateful for what happened in 2020. It made me slow down, spend more time with my husband, homework. And I got pregnant, so I had actually a lot of positive things happen. I'm normally like going, 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 going nonstop and making myself crazy with trying to be productive. And for me, all that stuff was taken away. And so I got to focus on all the good that's in my life. But I recognize my statement is with a lot of privilege, like I kept my job and had a house and all that stuff. We're ending on a positive note, too. Trump isn't our president anymore, which is my favorite thing that happened. And (laughs) other than my baby. We're going into 2021, and I think I personally will be stronger, and I think as a nation, we will be stronger as well. 
Yeah. I love it. I completely can resonate with that. I'm sorry, I keep showing you as my boobs. I'm not wearing a bra and then they're it's not that kind of a show. I'm my, sorry. <laughs> that's my reflection. Love it. I love to reflect and try to be introspective from time to time. So I thought about my 2020 and I was laid off from my job, but it was a blessing in disguise. It allowed me to learn a lot about myself as a creative. I'm tapping into things. I got to technically produce and co-direct with Mighty Shorts this summer. And mostly I was performing with them, but behind the scenes, I got to work with Shakira, who has been on the show before and got to help select some talent or reach out to people to be opening act for the show. So I was like, oh, talking to Will Amato, that's kind of like a producer. I like that. I'm going to manifest that. I wrote more on the podcast, I feel. So maybe more writing is coming into my life as a creative. And all these things just work together with me also being a performer. That was super exciting. I did book and film a commercial. So that was exciting. (laughs) Something I want to do. I'm hoping to manifest in 2021. We'll see, but I want to be a series regular on something. And however that comes to me, hopefully in a positive way, I shall receive. I went on several hikes by the Chattahoochee, which was lovely. And I now claim nature as my church. I also got a cool teaching job. While it is temporary, it is very perfect for my life right now. I can make decent money with minimal responsibility watch one to five eighth graders in the classroom at a time. I really appreciate that because I needed that at the end of this year after all of the things 2020 brought. And I also avoided buying an air fryer. And I'm really proud of that. <laughs> you should. I bought one. And yeah, you should I also be in. proud of that. I gave in. You be proud of yeah. And I'm proud I of you for not giving in. <laughs> Perfect. All right, George, what you got? Like most people, I spent way too much time this year in my house watching TV and and finding entertainment for myself. And so I wanted to just say some thank yous to some people who brought me joy. I'd like to thank Baby Yoda for giving us somebody (laughs) cute to root for. Yes. I'd like to thank Maria Bakalova from Borat's subsequent movie film. Yes. Uh, Comedic genius that I hope we see more of. She was amazing. I'd like to thank Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, the best mystery I've seen in a long time. Every episode ends in a cliffhanger. It's amazing. It's hard not to binge it. It's fantastic. I'd like to thank Madeline Mills, who played Journey in Jingle Jangle, for giving us an awesome heroine in the newest Christmas classic. I'd like to thank Tenet for the only movie I saw in theaters in 2020. I've seen it three times. I still don't know what's going on. (laughs) I'd like to thank Barack Obama for writing a memoir, Promised Land. I love spending time in his head and reminiscing about a time when there wasn't a madman in the White House. I'd like to thank Delroy Lindo and Chadwick Boseman for their brilliant and heartbreaking performances in my favorite movie of the year, The Five Bloods. And I'd like to thank Disney Plus for their extensive library that brought me hours of comfort and entertainment while I was sick in bed with COVID. I'd like to thank the Versus for bringing a great competition into our lives and also creating my favorite bit on the podcast. I'd like to end by thanking you guys, both my co-hosts 
and our guests and our listeners. I got to see people weekly, got to laugh, got to create. Thank you to Jane and everybody because I was able to do this, and this show really has been the highlight of my year. Mm. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to feel like a complete schmuck going after that. Mine are completely full of sarcasm. (laughs) I don't know what that says about me. But I wanted to end with my personal thank yous for 2020. And they're not going to pull at your heartstrings like that. Dear 2020, (laughs) thank you for teaching me that chaos is, in fact, just a news headline away, anxiously awaiting me at every single turn. Thank you for reminding me that reality truly is stranger than fiction, and also that, weirdly, my great-uncle Terry is definitely not trustworthy. Thank you, Facebook. I know now. He's out. (laughs) Thank you for the laughs, the tears, the fascinatingly addictive fights on Facebook, and the explosion of hilarious TikTok accounts. Thanks for reminding me that whoever the hell makes toilet paper in this country is the most freaking essential worker I'll never forget about again. Thank you for pajamas, working from home. Thanks for less traffic and yet somehow higher levels of anxiety. And finally, thanks for never letting me forget that I'm a hideous hag whenever I see my face on a Zoom call. You are beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You were truly the worst. And the Murder Hornets was kind of a dumb plot twist that never really panned out. You won't be missed, but always remembered. Happy New Year. Love, Abigail. That's my ode. That's fantastic. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. It was honest. I love what you said, George. True sentiments. It's a gift to be able to create and laugh with other people that you love. I really believe that laughter and comedy is one of the deep joys of life. Thank you for making this possible for all of us. And thank you also again, Jane, because you're the rock of this podcast. Thank you, Jane. We love Jane. Jane, I don't know you, but I love you, too. <laughs> this has been our season finale of the funniest people i know thank you so much to our awesome guest sarah brise for joining us remember it ain't free if it's brise thank you <laughs> no, so much wait. to sarah brise right. no no i still did it wrong no that was it You're right. <laughs> let's go home america we're drunk <laughs> Thank you so much to Sarah B for joining us. That's perfect. That's it. Thank you for having me. I haven't had a lot of creative outlets because I can't do anything because I'm pregnant. Like, I can't go anywhere. I can't see people. I have to be home. And the few creative moments that I had were with this podcast. And so thank you for having me. And I love you guys. Always a joy. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you again to our fantastic producer, Jane Boynton, who edits our show. If you enjoyed the show, please like, review, subscribe, share it with a friend, send it to them as a gift. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Audible and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. We will be taking a few weeks off for a break, but we'll be back in February with all new episodes. Have a hilarious new year. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy New Year. Yay.